Welcome to the podcast! Yeah, it's Beck and Jazeel here, and this is some of the best bits of our show in the last 24 hours. It'll make your wildest dreams come true. Well, it's definitely some bits of the show from the last 24 hours, but we really hope you enjoy it. Toilet training, Jazeel. Okay. This is going to be something that you're going to have to deal with. Well, you know, in the next year or so. Oh, right. We're talking about our kids. Yes. <clears throat> right. <laughs> Who else are we going to be toilet training? Look, Talana? My, my mind went places. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> an evening of potty training has gone badly wrong. Our t- toddler got their head stuck in a toilet seat. How on earth? A toddler's head's so small. Well, hang on. In a... In a... It's a kid's... Toilet right, seat. Right, okay. Yep, so obviously they're toilet training, so they've got like a, either you can get a little seat that goes on your big toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can get like little tiny toilets oh, with toilet seats. of course, yep. So this lady named Kay, she'd been trying to toilet train her two-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. So this is a two-year-old. Yep. And the toddler decided to try and wear the seat around her neck, got into difficulty and started crying out, <laughs> Mummy, I'm stuck. Classic. <laughs> so Kay tried to get it off her daughter's head. Just in, she couldn't, and in desperation, she asked her sixteen-year-old daughter to call the firefighters, the fire department, what? for help. <laughs> it's a plastic toilet. I'm guessing. I'm guessing so, but you'd have to be careful because you know those plastic seats that if you put a crack in it. Mm. It can then like pinch, pinch your, skin. your skin. Oh yes, like when you're eating with a plastic fork. Yeah, and then you yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. So it's gonna be. You gotta be, you gotta be careful. It's a delicate operation. So fire rescue service was dispatched oh, to the house. They were there within minutes. So obviously weren't very busy. <laughs> no fires happening. <laughs> gotta go to the toddler with a head stuck in a toilet seat. And <laughs> waiting all day for this one. They end up using some small tools to remove the toilet seat. Uh, they uh, amused the half was the daughter and her siblings with the blue lights on their fire truck as well. How embarrassing! Like. <laughs> Growing up, like, oh, you were the kid that had the toilet seat stuck around their neck. I remember oh, when the yes. fire department was at your place because you got your head stuck in a toilet seat. We, we, we don't really do that here in Australia or in New Zealand. Well, yeah. I, at least I don't think we do. Well, if you get into a tricky situation, you don't go, oh, cool, let's call the fire, the fireies. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know anyone who's called the fireies for anything other than a fire situation. Because in America, it's like, oh, your cat got stuck in a tree. Let's call the fireies. Exactly. So I just want to put it out there. Have you had to call or have you been rescued by Fine. the fireies? Hmm, give us a call. 9313098. I just don't think it's a thing that we do yeah, yet. Yeah, no, that's, I'm on the same like wavelength as you. That I don't think in Australia that we call them for like... We just call... Who hmm. would you call? The police? Uh, not really the police. I guess like if I was in that situation, yeah. I'd be calling everyone first. I'd be yeah. calling, you know, my family, my friends. Like this is super awkward, but my head it's inside a toilet bowl. Like I need you to come <laughs> help me. Um, the last thing I would do is make this public by getting a you know siren blaring down my street, coming <laughs> to help me. Everyone's out. No coming. Way. All your neighbours are out the front watching you get a oh. toilet seat removed from your head. Hey, yep, just nah. let let us know. We are intrigued. Have you ever had to be rescued? We've got a few callers. Mm-hmm. And Julie, what happened? Well, we had a couple of mini- miniature horses, and I picked my children up from school, and they'd all sort of evacuated the car. And left the doors open with their lunch boxes and that on the seat. And the miniature horse decided she was going to get in the car and start to eat their lunches. <laughs> but she got, she slipped. You know how the car's got a, a hump in the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's the death. And she slipped on that and she got wedged between the front seats and the back seat. <gasps> no. 
and we couldn't get her out. So yeah, we had to call. We called the fire brigade, and they come and sort of wedge straps underneath her and lifted her up and another one got in the car and sort of shoulder pushed her out but it was actually quite funny <laughs> it is pretty funny i'm at least you know we're using the because it's isn't it called dfes yeah yeah department of fire and emergencies that is incredible yeah. I mean, you're lucky they didn't have to cut open the car with the jaws of life i know could, could you, you imagine, imagine that oh. what happened to your car oh the horse got stuck in there <laughs> oh, she was only little she was she was about the size of a German shepherd in height, but she was a little bit fatter. So, yeah, she, she thoroughly got wedged. <laughs> That's oh, Julie, thank you so much for sharing that story. Uh, Pia has given us a call. Pia, what happened? Um, it was a few years ago now, but we had a cat go missing on our street for a couple of days, um, back when it was okay to have cats inside and outside. And she went missing for a couple of days. And so every night I'd gone outside with her biscuits or whatever and shook them and called her name, but didn't hear a thing until a couple of days later I was doing the rounds of my street you know shaking biscuits and calling her name and suddenly I started hearing this very faint meow and um, so I followed the direction of the meow and it turns out she was stuck under the street drain <gasps> the one with the grates in the road yeah I have no idea how she got down there because it wasn't the whole one it was the one with the grates right, okay. and I couldn't lift the gratey thing and so I, I just thinking, well, who do I call? As far as I know, it's the fire department. So I called them and they came down, lights and sirens and everything. For a little bit. And they, um, you told them and they still they put lifted the sirens the on. on the, hey? You told them the situation and they still chose to put the sirens on. Yeah, it was really weird because I thought they'd just come down, no announcement, just yeah. but no lights, sirens, everything. Any chance. And, um, yeah, they, they lifted the grate, but the cat wouldn't come to them because, of course, it was petrified of the fire department. So they decided to lift the grate on the other side of the road as well and put their hose down there. And they said, because apparently what happens when they turn their hose on, there's a shot of air that comes out first and then they can turn it off before the water comes out. Right. And it's rather loud. And they so they shot this air out and out comes the cat on the other side of the road, just shoots out the bloody (laughs) drain. And I got my cat back. Oh, dear. The cat shoot up. Thank you so much for giving us the call. I can't believe it. And finally, Charlie, Charlie, have you had to be rescued by the fireies? Uh, Not actually rescued, but I worked with the fireies for a number of years as a chaplain. Right. That's cool. You'd have, um, you know, times when you sort of be catching up with the fireies and, and, um, different conversations come up or sometimes there'd be some items sort of there in the station which, you know, we sort of inquired, oh, yeah, we had to to cut that off off somebody and, oh, and so forth. Like, this is, these are yeah. real rescues. These <laughs> so, are like serious. Yeah, these are, some of, well, some of them are. Some of them just, um, you know, were quite embarrassing for for some people. <laughs> what, um, um, what would be... But, one of the, let's let's not talk life and death. Uh, what were some of the <laughs> no, odd things like, that they'd get called out for? Um, removing handcuffs would right, be okay. one type. Um, people people caught yeah caught in chairs oh. and basically sat down sitting and got down in a chair breaking oh. and then basically um, capturing part of the of the person oh. and. Then, yeah, so, or so, so quite a common one was, which normally 
that sometimes get called to hospitals for would be removal of wedding rings. Oh. Or sometimes people would turn up at the station and basically needing a wedding ring cut off because they're losing, you know, would lose circulation and to the ring for finger. That. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, I would have thought they would have the, the tools in the hospital yeah, to deal with that. That's what I would have thought as well. Incredible. Oh, thank you so much, I Charlie. I need to start calling DFES more often. Yeah, we should have a weekly segment yeah. where someone from DFES comes on <laughs> and tell us something they had to cut off of someone that week. Whew, what a hoot that was. That was. Oh, I'm uh, tired just from listening to it. Oh, I'm energised. Yeah. <laughs> If you want more from The Drive Show, just visit 985.com. And don't forget, you can tune in live anytime for more of this great banter.